Hello, hello. We are back. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the top ten signs of a toxic relationship. Let's get right into it. Now, number one, instead of this person building you up, you constantly hear them say things that brings you down. So, for example, you have certain things that. You are self-conscious about, or maybe not even self-conscious about, and this person just constantly bring up flaws about you, and it lowers your self-esteem. And it could be sometimes just random comments like, "Hey, your arm is getting this way," or "Your body is getting this way," or "This shape," and it just makes you question yourself. And this first example is important because there's a huge difference between. People being honest with you and telling you what's going on, coming from good intentions, than someone who is just saying these things when they're not trying to help, they're not trying to make you better or offer any type of, you know, support to get you there, but really just making these comments, knowing that it's going to hurt you and it's not even helping you to be better in any way. And again, like. There are people that who will make comments sometimes that's hard to hear, but these comments, firstly, comes from a good place, like they really want what's best for you, and secondly, you probably have heard the saying: sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it, and that comes a lot into this first point of how are they saying it, and are they is it like constructive or is it just a negative comment? If you find yourself constantly receiving negative comments or flaws being pointed out about you from this person, and they're not constructive, they're they're not productive, they are not helpful, and they're really just things to point out to make you feel bad. That is a very very negative sign that this person is just trying to essentially feel like they have the control over you. They are purposely making your Self-esteem go lower because they want to feel like they are above you. They have control over you. They're better than you, and there there are bad people out there that who does that. Where the only way that they feel like they are superior over someone else is to constantly remind them how they're not good enough. They're not good in this. They're bad in that. They they look this way. They do these things, and that is a very very toxic trait. So that's number one. Number two, they hide life outside of you from you. And here's what I mean by that. Let's say you you know have been in a relationship with this person for a good amount of time now. And when I say good amount of time, I would say maybe about close to six months or a little bit more, or even like you know above three months. Because I think the first three months sometimes you're really just Starting to get to know each other. There's a lot of things that you're still finding out about each other. I would say about like six months to one year is kind of around the time that you should at least have a fairly decent, good understanding of this person and what's around them, right? Like first you get to know the person first, and then you start to get to know more of like the people around them, their family, the other friends that they have, etc., etc. So if You constantly feel like this person is hiding their outside life from you. That is something to be concerned about, and I would say that it depends in some ways too, right? Like if they have a really good reason, reasons that you truly feel like, okay, no, this is legit. This is different. This is not just some BS that this person is telling me. Why, you know, let's say they have a family. That they don't like to talk about, or you never hear about them, or every time their family member call, they don't want to take the phone call in front of you, and they're giving you the reason of like they have a really unique, odd, like relationship with their family, and like they explain it to you. So it's not, it's still like they're including you, right? But you're just not seeing them interact, and you hear that there is like a truly good. Valid reason why that is, and you need to ask your gut that right because I feel like people that who want really want a lie from you, they will make up stories. But I think you yourself sometimes could be the good judge of are they lying or not about these things. But 
this example here is beyond that, right? I'm talking about someone that who doesn't even really have a good reason as to why they are constantly hiding, you know, their outside life from you. Like you don't really know too much about their other friends or their family. How did they grow up or anything like that? And you guys kind of been together in a relationship for quite some time now and you have asked these questions and they never really gave you a good answer as to why they're not telling you too much about it. I would say this one here, it's concerning, but at the same time, you have to combine it with other things too because I think hiding things from you sometimes could have a good reason, sometimes they don't. And then when you combine it with, let's say, you often see that when they're on their phone, they're always tilting their phone from you. They're not showing you the screen or when they're on their laptop, they always do the same thing. And whenever you kind of walk closer, like they flip the phone or something like so pretty much like you never get to see what is on their phone or on their laptop or anything like that. And of course, don't be like overly conscious or crazy about things like that, right? But it's when you're seeing they are overly conscious and overtly hiding these things that you gotta have to kind of piece things together a little bit and ask yourself like why is that have a transparent conversation with this person that's probably you know the first recommendation that I have is that you know instead of making a bunch of assumptions right away thinking that this person is probably cheating and all of that bring it up to this person first like hey did you know that you know I notice every time I walk close to you or right when I'm right next to you you often always tilt your phone away or you're hiding your phone you flip your phone you turn your phone away or your laptop or you know whenever I asked about who's that person you always brush it off or you know like I always encourage to have a transparent candid conversation first before you assume anything and just see how this person responds if this person then can open up and let you in because sometimes maybe it's just more of that they are not used to you know certain sharing certain things and personal things about themselves to other people so it's just something they're not used to but once you share that you prefer a certain way or can it can you tell me more about this thing or the situation and they're open about it then you know it also calms you down a bit more right so have that conversation first bring up these things that is kind of giving you red flags and you're a bit concerned about it and see how they respond but if they just kind of brush you off like hey no like that's just me you're tripping and they continue on doing these things every time knowing that they bother you and of course make sure whatever you're asking is reasonable i'm not saying this person have to like give you their phone 24 hour access if they really are not comfortable with that right like they are great but i'm not saying like that type necessarily like just what's comfortable with the both of you um and see how they respond and if they just kind of make you feel like you're just being crazy and they're still continue on doing that um i would say like this that number two here it's a good chance that this person might be you know hiding something and they don't want to share it so it's up to you but I do think this one is a toxic trait because if you constantly see that this person's not letting you in their personal life other than the life between you and this person it is difficult because it's hard to really know someone when they don't let you know like what they went through or what they're going through with their family or their other close friends that they're also spending a lot of time with. And it also doesn't, I know in some ways, sometimes make you feel validated as well, right? It's like, you know, you and this person has a great relationship, but how come this person is not either inviting you to their family occasions or their friends' gatherings, right? Like you would start having those questions in your head and that's not healthy for you right and healthy relationship has a lot to do with being transparent and being able to talk about these things so like this number two it's toxic in a sense that it just kind of makes you keep thinking of why and questioning all these things so it's just not healthy in your head and to move on in the relationship to grow deeper is difficult because if you really feel like you don't know this person aside from just what you see in front of you, it's also difficult for you to feel close to them. Number three, when they don't get what they want, 
they will often threaten to leave. And this one is a very, very, I would say, toxic trait because when someone kind of throw tantrum or whenever there's an argument or a hard time, they always choose the easy way out or you know, they would just say like, okay, like if you don't like it, then leave. Or yeah, that's the way I am. So you do what you gotta do. Like basically giving those kind of subtle threats right like even though if they're not the one saying like yeah okay let's break up at this moment they will say things that kind of indicates that like well that's just who i am that's just how i am so take it or leave it those are just all signs of it's a very one-sided relationship whenever you know there's a discussion that needs to be talked about there's certain things that you guys need to figure out when basically things are not going the way that this person wants or prefers or it's too challenging for this person, they always just want to be left alone. Like it's either you leave me alone, let me be, or I'm gonna go, I'm gonna leave, like you deal with it. Or they sometimes, it's not even like leave as in break up, but they just like don't want to deal with it. Like they either don't want to talk about it, they hang up the phone, they walk away, they disappear, you know, sometime. Like all of that is, is a sign that they are in a way threatening to leave if you don't act a certain way. And that this is also very, very unhealthy and is a very toxic trait because it makes you then feel like you have no other choice to then just comply to whatever is needed to keep this person around. Right, so then instead of let's say continue to talking about this topic that you want to discuss to then resolve it and feel better for both people, you can't talk about it because to talk about it, you're going to push this person away or this person's going to leave. So, what will happen then? Right, then you just constantly bottle it up, you just choose not to talk about it, you choose not to deal with it as well, and just kind of push things under the rug, and it's not healthy. Because you constantly become the person that needs to save the relationship, needs to be the one to like just swallow your pride and be okay or else there is no relationship. And that is very, very toxic because a healthy relationship really requires two people to want to try, to want to talk about things, to want to hear what the other person has to say. And of course, like it's not even, it, and it's never going to be one-sided, right? Because you also need to ask yourself too like how are you going about in communicating what you need and what you want to do right because you also want to make sure that the way that you're communicating it the way that you're expressing what you want to do is also healthy as well because you can't expect someone to constantly listen and spend a lot of time in fixing something if you are also not doing the part to make it a healthy way of communication and a healthy way to work together because a conversation can't just be like you blaming them and being very hostile and telling them what they did wrong and they need to listen they need to do this and that and it's all blame and you also are bringing this person down while you're telling these things like it's understandable that then the other person might not want to hear that all the time and they might feel defeated too like you know, how can I change this person's mind if this person's mind is already so set on thinking and feeling this way about me? So ask yourself too, like, how are you communicating these things? How are you giving room and a chance for both people to share how to fix something or talk about something? And I think a recommendation, like a healthy way of doing it that I have read about in relationship as relationship books as well is talk about how this person makes you feel when they do this thing or or you know say these things right instead of saying like you're a terrible person because you do this and you do that trying to frame it differently where like hey when this was said I feel hurt or I feel you know, really hurt that when you say that because it makes me feel less than or something, right? Like that is a part of you also showing vulnerability that like you are not saying that he is less than for saying that because some people do that, right? Like, no, like I'm not stupid, you're stupid. You know, like that's not very constructive. What you want to share is how it made you feel and what, how, how do you prefer the next time to be like? 
right? So that's more of a constructive, healthy conversation because it gives the other person room to hear like, okay, like this person's not attacking me. This person's not telling me like I'm less than or anything. It's just they're telling me that how my action, what I say, make them feel. And hence, this is why we're having this conversation. So, you know, because maybe that's not even their intent. Like their intent is not to make you feel less than and then they could apologize to you like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking and with the intent that to make you feel less than or whatever it is, right? So make sure that you're also giving that person an, an opportunity to listen and to talk about these things as well. And if you know that you have done that, right? Like that you are being mature and giving that space to talk about it, but yet they're still eager to leave and like always throwing like nope but like it's either my way or the highway like if that's their attitude then you do need to recognize that that is a very toxic trait and it's gonna be very very difficult for you to essentially pull through for the entire relationship because this is a sign of like it's almost like this person can't do anything wrong if they want to like they could just keep doing things that are not good for the relationship it's not healthy and you just have to keep on swallowing all of that and let it be because this person will know that like okay well what's the worst thing that could happen because I would just leave and this person will just stand it and continue to chase after me and you know the thing is that people recognize that like they recognize when when they're not trying and they're constantly giving up and it's the other person that who keep on making the relationship work and just swallowing their pride and their wants and needs, they see that. And sometimes they take advantage of that. So you also want to make sure that when you recognize that it's always just you trying, this person's not trying, they're not even trying to hear what you have to say, how they hurt you and make you feel and what you want to do to make it better. They don't even want to try any of that. You need to recognize it's a very one-sided relationship and it's not going to work for the long term if it's going to stay that way. Number four, they don't compromise easily, at least without a fight. And this one is similar to the last one where when they don't like something, they're just kind of like, you know what, I'm not dealing with it. Number four is when, when they know like they did something wrong or what have you and they're like, okay, you know what, like, you know, let's say they're not like completely bad and you drove them to work and you're simply asking them like, hey, you know, is it okay that you pick me up next time or something as simple as that? And they'll feel annoyed and they'll show their annoyance and, you know, kind of like, okay, fine, whatever kind of thing, right? It's kind of like to you, it's like, hey, like, can we just compromise on this thing? Like maybe I don't really like this. You don't really like that that I like. Can we just kind of come to a middle ground? It, you know, and it could be anything, right? Like like a movie, watching which movie, going to which, which restaurant to eat or what have you. And you could just see that whenever the other person is not getting what their preference would be, they will either throw tantrum or they'll put up a fight and then, you know, like maybe they'll still compromise, but you feel like it's just never easy. Like there's some things, right? Especially like smaller things, like, you know, what movies to watch, maybe what where to eat sometimes or, you know, what to cook for dinner or, you know, like where to go for this weekend sometimes. Like those things sometimes could, you know, it's not always going to be what one person wants, right, all the time, because sometimes people like to try different things, right? And those things should be easily compromisable for most couples where they're like, okay, you know, I know that my partner really enjoys this, even though I'm not the biggest fan. It's okay. You know, it's not like we do it all the time. But like, I know my partner really enjoys this. So it's okay. Like they don't give you a hard time. They don't, you know, make you feel like, hey, you know, don't don't forget I'm doing this for you, like making into a big deal. It's just kind of like, you know, it's fine. Like they like that. Let's do it this week. Next week, we could do something else. So that is what like a healthy relationship would be. However, if you always find that it's so difficult for the both of you to just compromise on simple things and this person will never really give in without at least a fight or giving attitude or, you know, putting in the fuss. Like that's also a very unhealthy sign of a relationship. Like this is a very toxic trait because the everyday thing 
makes it very difficult because when you have two people together, honestly, no matter how compatible two people are, there is still going to be some differences. That's why we're all unique individuals. And if they, they make it so difficult to just do anything that they don't want to do and you have to constantly, you know, convince them, fight with them, you know, like push them to get something compromised, then it's just going to turn into a very tiring, toxic relationship because like how, how much of you can you give up everything that you want and need? Right, there should be some things that it's easy to just for two people to just mutually understand let's compromise and there's gonna be really big things that really requires compromising. Right. So if you guys can't compromise the small things, then how is it ever gonna happen for the bigger things? So that's number four. When you find that they don't compromise easily, at least without a fight in many, many of the small and big things, then that's definitely of a toxic sign. Now, sign number five, they guilt trip you whenever you spend time doing things for yourself. And this is one that you have to kind of ask yourself more, right? I think only like you could really answer this is whenever, let's say you have a goal that you want to accomplish in your life. You're like, hey, you know, I've always wanted to do these things for myself. And it could be anything, right? Like, I wanted to start a side business. I wanted to always, like, put this craft together or, you know, paint a lot on my own times. It could be anything, right? Just something within you that you have always wanted to do and, you know, spend time to get there, right? And if you feel like being with this person means that you need to choose very deeply between this thing that you want to accomplish than that person, then you need to ask yourself, right? And this person could be proactively kind of guilt tripping you for this where it's like, let's say you want to start a side hustle, like a side business for, for yourself. And you on the weekends have to spend time in building that and putting that together. And if this person's constantly like, hey, like that's all you do, this is so boring, like, you don't go out to, you know, the clubs and the bars with me, like, what's going on? You need to kind of ask yourself the situation, right? Of course, like, and it shouldn't be extreme ends of things, right? Like, if you do not spend time with this person all the time, like, every single weekend for the last month, then okay, I get it too, right? Like, that's kind of an extreme. You want to make time for people that you care for. But I'm talking about, like, if you spend... If you want to allocate like one or two hours of your weekend to do your own thing or even more like four or five hours of your own weekend to just work on your craft, the things that you want to do and this person is kind of guilt tripping you of like you shouldn't be doing that, like you should be out and doing these things, like things that just conflict what you want to do and you feel that constantly, that's also a very, very bad sign in a relationship, right? Because the people, like the healthy relationship is that one, they want to build you up and they also want you to accomplish things that means a lot to you. Of course, if you know you're just at home, you know, eating bonbons and like watching movies and you're just not spending the time with your partner and your partner is just like, hey, like how come you rather do nothing than to spend time with me or do things together? Then that's a different conversation. But then, you know, again, everything is to a healthy extent. Right, you could obviously still do that, like eat bonbons and watch movies and have your alone time while maintaining a healthy relationship. But it's just about like how do you maintain that balance where it's healthy for both your own sanity as well as your relationship, right? Because anything too muchly indexed in one is could be unhealthy. But let's say you're being super reasonable. You're like, hey, no, I'm already trying my best. I'm still trying to spend the time that I have and can with that person doing things that they love too. But at the same time, I want to be accomplishing things that I want because I have things, I have goals. I have things I want to do, things that are important to me. And you share that with the other person. But you feel like this person doesn't really respect or support you in that way because like, there's gonna be relationship and honestly it's relationships that I think are one of the best relationships where the you know your partner understand who you are what you want to become where you want to go and even though they can't actually bring you there and give you that they'll give you the support 
emotionally and whatever that they can to just kind of help get you there even if it means just listening to you talk about it or give you the space and time to work on it and encouraging you and giving you the confidence that you will get there because they believe in you like those things right like that is what a big part of a healthy relationship and if you feel like it's the opposite of that where you just feel like you trying to do you and do things that's best for yourself but you feel like this person's pulling you back this person's making you like you can't do it all with this person and you have to constantly choose and you feel like this person's not even supporting you to achieve that emotionally because there's people that they love you and they say they support you they're like yeah i want to see you get there but if you see like zero action of them supporting you like if you say hey i need this much time every week to kind of do this and you really truly feel like x amount of time whatever that time frame is is reasonable right because again like overly indexed on something could be you know unhealthy but if you truly feel like you already carved out a very healthy amount of time and you do still try to spend your time with them and what have you but they are just constantly guilt tripping you like no that's not enough like if anything you should spend zero time on your projects or you know things that you want to do or just like very very minimal time where you know reality is that that's not going to get you anywhere then that is a sign of they're also not respecting your wishes and your time and what you want to accomplish and that's not healthy so recognize that and see like of course again like try to talk about it first with this person like how important this thing that you're trying to do is to you and is there any way that the both of you could work out healthily and if you really can and just constantly like this person's just you know what like I can't like you know you just do this all the time then honestly you need to really ask yourself too like what is more important to you and I know this is a very difficult question because it's hard to choose like you might really love this person and you really love your craft and the time that you need to spend on elsewhere and it's also very important to you but you need to also really ask yourself like if this thing that you want to do for yourself is not something that's like temporary right it's not like hey i just really need a month in the month's time i finish it i'm done then i could you know spend all my time with you then it's like something that you guys really can talk about but if it's something that's like no it's really take like really long dedication like years you know lifetime or what have you to really for you to achieve what do you want to achieve and this person is just not the right fit because you know it's not sustainable like you have to give up one or the other the best advice that I always tell people is you need to like picture yourself in your deathbed like which one do you regret more right like what would you prefer the outcome to be so that when you look back to your life, you don't feel like you regret and that you feel like you have picked the best choice that you can. And we'll be right back after the short break with five more toxic signs of a relationship. All right, we're back. So number six, the number six trait of a toxic relationship is the eye for an eye type of relationship. Now this one here is toxic in relationship as well as friendship or any type of relationship. This eye for an eye concept really comes from the thought of someone that who's just all about, hey, I do this for you, you then need to do this for me, right? If you if I do this for you, then you have to do this for me. And this is a very selfish way of thinking because like first take a moment imagine someone you truly care about and you love in your life right now and it could be you know your family like your mom your dad your grandparents whoever you know like anyone from either your childhood or adult life teenager it could be your best friend right just someone that you know deeply like hey like this person is so important to me i would do so much for this person just imagine that right And then you ask yourself, like the things that you would do for this person or group of people, do you feel like they have to return whatever you do for them in order for you to do it for them? And I don't know if I'm wording this correctly, but I could tell you like for me, it's like my mother is 
like who I love so much in this world like to me she's such a great great mom I love her like she's so selfless in every way and everything I do for her I don't ever and I can't even imagine me like ever asking for her to return any of it just because I do it not because I want anything from her but really it's just I just want her to be happy you know it's as simple as that like you do certain things sometimes for who you love because you simply want this person to be healthy you want the best for this person right and that is the type of feeling people feel when they truly care for you and want the best for you so this eye for an eye concept it's where these people they do things because they do expect a return like they wouldn't you know drive you to work if it wasn't that you would one day drive them to work or that you have some sort of value to them that they're like well you know this person help you know do this for me so that's why I do that for them right like it's not because they care about you they just genuinely want things to be easier for you they do it because there's a concrete reason as to why that is right like because you do that for them or something right and the thing is doing things for each other obviously it's not a bad thing if you're a friendship or even a romantic relationship like people both people partners should be doing things for each other right take care of each other be there for each other all of that's great but what becomes toxic is when you don't want to and you don't do things unless you get something back in return when your partner make it so obvious where they do this for you is because they do expect you to do either the same thing back for them one day or because maybe you did this for them or you will be doing this for them and you see that often right because again like how often these things happen matters because if it's like a one-off thing it happens you know once in the blue moon it's not like a constant thing that you see from this person then that's something else maybe there's certain things that this person's more sensitive about but if you constantly feel like in order for this person to do a nice gesture for you right take care of you when you're sick or you know bring you food every once in a while or drive you to somewhere or what have you and you feel like this person are only doing this for you because of what you need to do for them or they make it maybe they they tell you that right like hey I do this for you like you should do that for me and you hear that a lot that's a very I would say in a way like yeah I don't think that type of relationship is very genuine right because if this happens very often and it's almost like everything is an exchange and again like this one I would say it's a bit it goes back to how you guys are with each other right like the relationship that you you have with each other if you guys are very used to that like you know because there are definitely people like hey well I don't even want them to do this for me if it you know if I can't do it for them right and that's completely makes sense too and that's fine right it just really depends on the type of relationship both of you are comfortable with both of you are very good and like okay with like it's fine like I will only do this for them if they would do it for me too like if you also feel that way then it works right for the both of you I think what makes it difficult and it doesn't work well is when you have one person who is doing things out of you know like no like I just do it for you because I want you to be happy like I expect nothing back it's fine like I just want you to be happy this is why I do this for you you know you know give you these things or whatever and the other person is like well you know everything they do for you is conditional so when you have that mismatch that's when it's very difficult and it's very tiresome for the other partner that is doing things just to make you happy right because they might not understand like how come you then don't want to do anything to make them happy right even though they, they don't have that you know feeling of like then you need to do something for me or oh, I'm upset it's just more of like the the caring part of it it's missing right like you know like and then again it could be nothing nothing material related or anything because it could just be that you take care of somebody when they're sick right so yeah so this concept of eye-to-eye relationship it really depends on the type of rapport that both of you have but if one 
is constantly giving and doing things selflessly and don't mind doing things for the other person while the other is very conscious in what they do for the other person and they won't do it unless they get a return that's a very bad mismatch and it could be very tiresome for you know the partner that who's constantly feel like they're giving selflessly okay number seven they're always trying to catch you slipping (laughs) and what i mean by that is you constantly feel like you're walking on eggshells when you're talking to them or you're around them because you feel like every little thing it's going to show them a sign of like you're a bad person or that you don't care um and this one it's you want to be like let's talk about this little one because i don't mean by like anything you say make this person mad like i don't mean it like that when when i say you know you feel like you're walking on eggshell right because someone who is mad all the time is something else right but when i say like they try to catch you like saying the wrong thing or whatever it's more like you you feel like there's a motive in the questions that they ask you all the time let's say you're, you're genuine you're not doing anything wrong you're just going about your day and they will out of nowhere just kind of ask you questions that like you will likely say something that's gonna make them think like oh you don't care about me okay i'm gonna give you an example where let's say the night before your partner tells you like hey you know i'm feeling a little bit sick i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to sleep early and you're like okay you know have a good night i hope you feel better and then you wake up the next day they text you like hey you know i'm feeling better and you reply and you're like oh that's great you know it's just gonna text you to ask you if you're feeling better and then they go like oh what time do you what time did you wake up or what time do you wake up and it's like you know and you could be like oh you know like um let's say you didn't just wake up right and you woke up a long time ago but you just didn't have a chance to ask them like how you're feeling but if you reply like, oh yeah, well, I woke up like hours ago, they might feel like, well, like you said you wanted to ask me how I feel, how I was feeling, but you didn't even text me, right? Little things like that, right? This is, this example is not like a really good example possibly, but it's just, you feel like even the smallest things, this person just kind of want to, you know, catch you in a lie or you know, make you say something that you're like, see, I knew it, like, you don't really care, you know, and they're serious about it, you know, like, and you're like, wait, what, like, it's not a big deal, it's okay, you know, like, if you constantly feel like that, you feel like this person is trying to, like, catch you in some lies, or outsmart you in, like, things that are just very casual, it's very tiring, right, like, you just feel like, oh my god, can we just be normal, can we just talk about things, like, and I think what the toxic part of this idea of like this person's trying to catch you slipping is just more of like this person expects a certain thing from you like as if you know like you you have to greet them in some way or you know like given the example earlier right with the whole like oh yeah like I was I was just thinking like how you know if you're feeling better but let's say you didn't text them and they're kind of like, well, when did you wake up? It's kind of like, well, regardless of when I wake up or not, you know, like you're not obligated to say that, right? Like say it, say that as in like, you're not obligated to text them as soon as you wake up to say, you know, how are you feeling or anything like that? Of course, again, if you guys have that rapport, you guys are in that part of your relationship where you do do that, then that might be a different story because like, oh, but you always do that, right? <laughs> But then I'm just talking about, let's say, you guys are just friends, right? Or maybe the very beginning stage of just getting to know each other where there isn't that rapport and that obligation. And then these, this person just kind of asks you these questions where you just feel like, are you trying to catch me, you know, in a lie or saying something? Where, especially on things that just doesn't matter that much, like, I don't need to say anything to you kind of thing. Then, you know, you it becomes very tiresome. It's just like, how come, why does that matter? And secondly, it's like, it's like you're always trying to prove yourself to be something rather than you just feel like it's okay to just be you in a way. Okay, so that's number seven. 
number eight, inconsistency in how they treat you. Like if you constantly find like their energy, they have big mood swings, and their energy is just changes, and how they treat you changes all the time. That is a, is a red flag, right? Like it's like you have two good days that you guys are so great, so perfect, and the next two days they're so cold. You have no idea like what you did wrong. Like there's no fight or anything, but this person just kind of treat you completely 180. So like those are the things that is toxic because if there isn't any consistency in the relationship where you guys are just good, you guys have a good rapport, and nothing bad happens, you guys should still stay close theoretically. But if you guys always find yourself, you know, we have a couple good days where it's so great. And then it just becomes bad, and you truly have no idea, right? And I know people to say I have no idea what's going on, but like you really talk to them and you ask them like, well, okay, like where was the tor- turning point? Like what happened exactly? Was something said? Was something done? They usually are able to pinpoint like, oh yeah, like when I brought this up, they looked upset and yada yada yada. So you know that is a reason on its own. I'm not saying rather or not they are good reason or bad reason, but it's a reason. Right, like so that would be the cause. But I'm talking about like there isn't actually a cause, like that you did that you are involved with, and it just happens. And you try talking to this person, right? Because again, like anything should at least be tried to be communicated first to see if you guys could get better from that situation. And I'm saying all these traits is when after you already tried talking to this person and trying to make things better, it still doesn't get better. That's when it becomes a bad trait, right? It's toxic because you have already tried communicating with this person, making things better, trying to to make suggestions, but this person is either rejecting or is not being a partner and try with you, and that's when these becomes bad traits. So the inconsistency in their energy and how they treat you—it's like you have already brought up what you see, you doing your part of being. Legitimate and valid in what you're saying, and being open to having discussions. So you already done your part, and this person just still continuously just kind of, it's kind of like a yo-yo. It's like one day you know, hey, you know, I I miss you, I care about you. The next day it's like, oh, it's just like get away from me. Maybe not in those exact words, but just how they make you feel for absolutely no reason. Then that is a super toxic trait. And honestly, I would say like this inconsistency in how they treat you, as well as like hiding things outside of you from you, the one number two that I spoke of earlier, those are often also the top two signs of a cheater. I'm not saying that it will then indicate this person is cheating, but majority of the time when people are cheating, I think those two kind of do go fairly hand in hand. Of course, there's still many components. That needs to goes into it,、uh, but again, I always encourage like if you could have a candid conversation with this person, trust your gut feeling during those time, and go from there. Okay, we're almost at the end. So number nine is ask yourself like what happens after the long silent treatment, right? So like the toxic trait is when somebody who let's say you guys have. You know, give each other silent treatment. I know silent treatment doesn't always exist in every relationship, but some relationship that for some people in like for them to cope and figure out their feelings and get over certain things that they know maybe it's like petty and they need to get over it, they would choose that route. Right? They're like, I just need some time alone. Let me think through things. I calm down and I feel better, right? And that's that's okay, you know. Like we all cope through things different ways. Some people want to talk it out right away, all the time, and that is fine. Like I think that's a healthy way of doing it. And some people want some time alone, think about things, calm down first, and then deal with it and talk about. It. That's healthy too. So it really depends again on the both of you, your style. But the toxic the toxic part is not about whether or not. You know, you need this silent time apart. Does the toxic part? Does the toxic part is when once the silent part is over, right? Like you guys are talking again. Do you guys actually talk about it? What happened and how to make things better? Apologize if you need to, right? Because what's toxic is two people they don't talk. They give each other the silent treatment, and that could go on for days or weeks. 
and worse like men like sometimes even months that I have seen which is you know I don't even understand it sometimes but when people have these styling treatment for so long and then let's say they come back to come to 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 come together but yet they act like absolutely nothing happens all the time you see like sometimes I could understand that maybe there's something silly you know like both of you are just in like a bad mood for something else and you guys fought you just need only some space some time to cool off you guys didn't talk for a couple days and by the time you guys talk again you just kind of felt like okay that was so small I don't even need to talk about it it was just so silly like let's just be normal again like okay like that I could understand sometimes but if it happens all the time on big and small things that's when it becomes unhealthy right because if you have a really really serious disagreement where this thing it's like it's not like it went away it's not like it's not important to you right you guys didn't talk for weeks honestly weeks to me personally could be unhealthy like I think couple days like cool down as fast as you can you know spend time to think through what's wrong and then come back together it's still like okay maybe acceptable but when it's just the longer it is and you don't read like hiding things not hiding things but like ignoring right situations and what's happening isn't the answer basically like once you guys have that disagreement or argument and you guys don't talk for a couple days and that thing it's like a big deal like it's not like it's no longer matters right and you guys come together like do you guys talk about it afterwards when you guys are come down and perhaps you know in a better mood like do you guys talk about it or do you guys just push things under the rug because if you always see yourself having these like long silent treatment and then by the time you guys finish doing that you guys just push everything under the rug that's a toxic relationship like you're not you guys are not actually improving your relationship you're not progressing you're not becoming better you're not actually moving forward and forgetting what happened you're just pushing everything under the rug and it's gonna come back and you probably already have seen it like the feeling that you felt of what happened why there was a disagreement and all of it it still exists when the topic comes back you're gonna feel the same way and you guys might have the same disagreement or that feeling just not gonna go away so the more this happens the more you just feel unsatisfied so that's number nine now i'm at the last one so the last one is a little bit of a you know depends on like how how you view this but last one is is that during the bad times right like let's say because i know not all couples you know break up and get back together and you know doing that too much definitely is not healthy but during times that let's say you feel like it could be over you know you're having a really bad fight like when you're feeling those feelings where you feel like oh man like we're probably gonna break up or maybe you just broke up you know and you guys get back together like how do you feel like this person treats you during those times and number 10 is like, do they make you feel like you are left with nothing when when it's over, right? And what I mean by that is like, there are some couples, right? Like where even if it's a really bad argument or what have you and they're breaking up, like even though it's not working out, it's not like they want the worst like for you, right? They're like, hey, you know, it's okay. Like, you know what? Like it doesn't work out. It hurts really bad but I still want what's best for you, like, help you take care of yourself, you know, stuff like that, right, like, like, best wishes type of thing, but if you feel like, you know, whenever you guys are about to break up this person, kind of, like, want to make sure, like, oh, no, like, I want to make sure you're left with nothing, every single, you know, gifts that have ever given you, like, I want it back, and, and, you know, and I get it, some people could be saying things just at the moment, because they're so angry, and they don't mean it, sometimes, but, like, if they do that all the time and they really seem to mean it, right? Like, even as small as, like, oh, yeah, like, all the random gifts that I've ever given you, I want it back, right? Like, this idea relates back to the eye for an eye thing. It's kind of like, well, I'm only giving this to you or doing these things for you because it's conditional. Like, you need to return it back to me one day. You need to do this for me, too. Like, I'm just, you know, giving these things to you for no reason, right? So, like, if their mindset is that way, it's the same concept here where it's like, okay, when it's over, like all the benefits that I've ever given you, if I could take it back, I would take it back. And, you know, that's the whole like 
I don't wish you well or you know they are not doing things for you out of the genuine that they just care and they want to see happy right so if you see signs like that where this person just seems to like wow like if one day I'm not this person's partner anymore I'm not the main anymore you just feel like you you're like nothing to them then that is your sign right there like this person could just be you know using you for the moment or that this person's really selfish or self-centered where it's like everything they do for a person like they need to benefit from it if they don't benefit from it they'll remove it take it all back you're like nothing to them if you feel like that then you need to ask yourself like like who are you to this person and who is this person to you right like if you could give all your love to this person and this person can't even see how much you love them and like reciprocate that love and like just and it's not even like oh they, I love this person so much this person needs to love me so much but it's like you know that this person's just treating you unfairly at this point right this person almost just at the line of not caring for you and you feel that like this person really just don't care about me then you know it's hard but you do need to accept that like this is not the relationship for you and you do deserve better and you will and you will there's you know like there are people a lot of people out there but I me personally I don't even like to say like it depends on other people because at the end of the day it's truly that you need to learn to value yourself and love yourself and just not even focused on like who you need to give your love to or what have you because all that love that you have give it to yourself like you need to love yourself first before you can love somebody else and other people will see how much you love yourself that they want to love you the same way you love yourself okay that was top 10 and I do want to throw in a quick disclaimer that of course like within the top 10 of a toxic relationship I didn't talk about emotional abuse or physical abuse because I would want to say those two things are you know like are the definite they're not even red flags they're just things that are they're absolutely not okay so if you are experiencing any of physical abuse or emotional abuse that is so serious and that is not okay that this is happening at all and that you do need professional help and I do recommend you to get professional help um but I do wanted to call that out because I know that within the top 10 toxic traits of a relationship of a person I didn't mention any of these abusive topics uh it's not because you know those are okay because they're absolutely not absolutely not so I just want to make that completely clear and I hope that you really enjoyed today's episode if you want to comment and share with me your thoughts of what you'd like to hear more about next please follow me on my instagram at real things you should know I'll talk to you next week bye